Teachers Supporting Teachers, a podcast sharing insights into becoming and being a teacher. I'm your host, Narelle Lemon, an Associate Professor in Education at Swinburne University in Melbourne, Australia, and I'm currently working with final year pre-service teachers who require some extra support as they navigate preparing to be a teacher in the current dynamic of COVID-19. I'm curious and love to use this strength to find out more. So what better way to support others than to create this podcast series to be able to gain insights and perspectives from colleagues and friends. I also run Explore and Create Co that runs workshops, delivers coaching and creates resources informed by positive psychology to support all of us in different ways to explore self-care and mindfulness. So there's no surprise that well-being features in each of these conversations as well. I really wanted to delve further into what it means to be a teacher, what we bring, how we navigate the current climate, and tips and tricks that support us being and becoming teachers. I'm so grateful for my generous guests who share their hearts and advice for all of us to embrace as they open up about what motivates and inspires them in the hope that this makes you a bit more curious, open and aware with what can be possible. Today, we have um, a colleague and friend of mine, Wendy Goff, joining us. And we are very um, privileged to have Wendy join us because we're going to be talking through what it's been like to support pre-service teachers and mentor teachers in the remote, flexible learning space during COVID-19. And we've uh, finished four weeks of intensive amount of students undertaking this experience and a few more are still finishing up um, as we transition back to -to face-to-face schooling. But it's been such a unique time to really um, experience as educators in in the field. Um, And Wendy's been so privileged to be able to talk to those actually doing it. Um, So thank you, Wendy, for joining us today. So I wonder, um, before we get started, if you want to tell us a little bit about yourself and your role. Yeah, um, I'm a lecturer in the Department of Education at Swinburne University, and one of my roles this year has been professional experience liaison academic. So in usual times, I would support students who might be experiencing some challenges on their placement. Uh, However, this year my role uh, changed a little bit, and rather than just support students who might be experiencing some challenges. I've supported all of our students and their mentor teachers by uh, maintaining weekly contact via Zoom and telephone conversations with them. Very, very special role to undertake. A privilege to be able to connect and support holistically um, and, and a different role as well because often we're supporting for those who are struggling a little bit or a bit uncertain. Um, and I think um, this role is a fascinating one to be able to have the whole picture of celebrations, problem solving, uh, newness involved for everybody around. 
Yeah, absolutely. It's been um, it's it's been really joyous for me actually. Um, I was, uh, you know, you have workload demands, and you. I was thinking, gosh, how am I going to manage this? But it's actually been one of the the shining lights of my semester. It's been really wonderful. I really enjoyed it. Oh, it's absolutely beautiful. I love it. I love it. So um, COVID-19 and professional experience changed overnight for us. And in some ways, it actually feels like it's been changing every five minutes. Um, because there's so many demands in terms of external accreditation, registration, but also internally within um, university systems. And we've had to really look at a new way to support um, one another at this time. Um, and I'm wondering what you noticed about the place of relationships across the sector in regards to university, schools, pre-service teachers, teachers, mentors, there's so many layers to it and intricating elements, but uh, I think that key there is relationship has, has really been um, a key focus and a necessary focus as well. Absolutely. I, I'm just so proud of our profession and also of our pre-service teachers. So, and I feel, I feel really privileged to be a small part of the journey that everyone's been on this semester. Mm -hmm. um, in all of the meetings that I've had, um, I've been so amazed at the way everyone has, has really just worked together as one. And I feel as though the space that we've been thrust into has gotten us back to the core purpose of the work that we all do. Um, and, and that's to support the learning and development of children. So there's been just this real unity between everyone. Um, and I think that when we reflect back on this moment post COVID-19, that we'll look at it as one of those watershed moments. Well, I'm hoping that we will because, um, you know, we'll remember it as the time uh, when everyone came together as one for the good of the profession so that's that's the sort of feeling it's just been this really united front and mm. and even my meetings with pre-service teachers and classroom teachers that I've just been welcomed into this world of remote um, you know remote learning that is quite foreign to me I've never experienced that before as a classroom teacher and and the way I've been welcomed into that world has been incredible as well but but certainly the relationship between the mentors and the pre-service teachers, they're just this really strong team. And I, I feel very lucky and very fortunate to have been brought in to that team um, through the weekly meetings and catch-ups. It's been lovely. Yeah, it has been a, something I've noticed as well, a very um, special shift in the education sector where we're all helping each other and that's been there but COVID-19 has really highlighted and raised it even more and everybody has got a part to to play and coming together to make it happen and uh, it's been it's been magnificent to see see it happen and I, I can't wait to see how it continues to flourish I mean there's been an amazing amount of work that's had to be done a lot of shift but it's highlighted um, the dynamic nature of teaching itself um, during this time and that we can't do it alone we've got to do it together and what a force we are together that's the thing that's been really um, eye-opening for me we're such this 
We're this huge force when we come together. Um, and, and at the end of the day, we're, we're all working towards the same goals and the same, you know, for the same good. We're, we're all working towards supporting children and their learning and development. And this has just really highlighted it for me. It's been, it's sort of been quite, um, I don't know, like eye-opening for me because it's, it's motivated me and excited me in a way that, um, you know, that, that I haven't been um, before so it's been really lovely it's been a really lovely experience oh, I'm so I so love to hear that and I've had a very similar um, experience as well I kind of feel um, you know re-energized in, yeah. in a lot of ways and um, not just doing things for the sake of it doing things for a real purpose now and a reminder of why we came into the profession and what we how we want to contribute and you know for us working with future teachers and pre-service teachers you know we're supporting the future of our profession um, and that's such a beautiful um, gift to be oh. able to do yeah absolutely most certainly is so I wonder um, in your role, and you've been supporting both pre-service teachers and mentor teachers, what, what are you noticing that's been happening for, for them together, but individually as um, in, in their roles? Yeah, this is this has actually probably been the, the greatest surprise for me because I assumed that this placement would be such a stressful experience for everyone involved. But, it, but it's actually been quite the opposite. So I thought that, you know, mental teachers would be highly stressed because they've had to, you know, uh, revert to this online or remote mode of teaching that has never been done before. And I thought that would be quite a stressful environment. And then our pre-service teachers were actually adding a complexity by them coming in. And I thought, this is going to be a really, really stressful experience for everyone involved. So I was sort of like, my role, I was bracing myself for this stress. I thought, wow, this is going to be, you know, putting out a lot of spot fires. And But it's been the ex quite the opposite. It's um, I've noticed a real sense of collegiality, of determination, um, of excitement and positivity. Um, the PSTs and the mentor teachers have just been so lovely to speak to because they've, they're just excited about what they're doing, um, how they're coming together. And I've, I've noticed that um, in my talking with them, they're, they're a really united team and their, their positivity and their excitement has just been contagious. And, you know, comments such as this is, you know, this is such a great experience. It's, it's yeah, it's difficult. It's a um, bit of a challenge, but I think we're doing a really great job. And for me to hear that from the profession, I just think sometimes we get caught up in the, the busyness of the everyday and, and, you know, some of the rhetoric that happens uh, around teaching in society can get you down a bit, but this has actually been such a time for them to shine and um, really be positive and excited and show that show the world what we can sort of do in relation to teaching and learning and supporting children. So it's been fantastic and really really positive uh, experience, I think, for everybody. Yeah, it's. Um, I agree. It's been, and we've certainly heard that in the episodes where we've heard from Sana and Emma and Catherine and Haley, and sharing um, their insights of from the pre-service teacher perspective. That yeah, there's a bit. There's been trepidation, uncertainty, but that's really been paired lovely with 
um, I'm excited. I'm anticipating that I'm going to learn new things. Um, and I, I love that you raised that point about that we assumed that stress would be the dominant rhetoric. And I was a bit like you, I was anticipating the, um, the extra, extra, extra support um, in terms of well-being, um, possibly wanting to give up. And none of that has happened at all. Um, and if there has been little moments where, and that, and I suppose I'm going to say none of that's happened, but it's not happened authentically. It's not not happened because they're not sharing with us because they are sharing. And there has been moments where it's been, I'm really like quite scared. I don't know what this is going to be. And will I be able to meet the focus areas? And what will this look like? And I won't get to know my mentor so well because I don't see them face to face. But by about day three, there was a critical turning point where it's like, oh my goodness, this is an unusual opportunity that I am never ever going to have have again. Yeah, and an opportunity where this is the first time we've had to shift very quickly, pedagogically, very quickly, relationship wise, um, and we may move forward still in a hybrid model or combination or depending on what happens with the virus and and regulations but that shift and the reframing and the authentic embracing of this is what I'm doing and I'm just going to jump in there and see what happens and I'm going to build a rapport with the students in a different way and I'm going to research things that I never thought I would research about to able to problem solve it's just been so exciting I think it's the strength of that shared experience as well. So, so it's been new to the classroom teachers as well as the pre-service teachers, as well as to us. So I think it's that, that shared space and the strength of that shared experience. Yeah. It's just really shone through. And you can't help but, be, uh, but sh to share the positivity. Um, when you, you're interacting, as I said to you, I, I thought that it would be quite a challenge and I, I was bracing myself for quite a difficult semester. But um, it's been a highlight of my semester. And one of the highlights of my um, experience as a university lecturer, it's just been such a lovely and privileged position uh, that I've had this semester. And it's, it's yeah, the positivity has just been contagious. Yeah, it has been contagious and, and we we certainly know positivity breeds positivity and we can see that in the profession um, in various different roles, which is, you know, it's so lovely. It's really lovely to watch and, and lovely to be a part of. Um, and I wonder, um, you know, we've sort of touched on a bit that we thought stress was going to be a major, major aspect um, and perhaps that, that, uh, worrying side to it, the the negative aspects, the giving up, the um, you know, and, and and perhaps impacting people's well-being, but that so really hasn't been there for what what you know for those who we've been supporting. But it also makes me think about what sort of well-being strategies have been put in place for our pre-service teachers and our mentor teachers because. Um, we're working from home, right? We've been working from home. Our personal professional spaces have blurred. Technology's new for some schools. It was a real steep learning curve. Um, the uh, focus on real attention to be um, 
inclusive and support those families that don't necessarily have access to technology or access to um, to tools and devices that would assist them. Plus, not everybody having a safe space. Home is not always a safe space for everybody. Um, and that could be for the young people we're working with as well as our pre-service teachers, mentor teachers. And so the layers are incredibly complex. So wellbeing is actually quite a big oh, aspect. Enormous, absolutely enormous. And, and some of the stories that I heard from mentor teachers about how they're actually ensuring that their families are supported and trying to raise the spirits of, you know, families. Families and, and parents who might have a couple of children and just one is in in their class but you know giving them strategies to to manage the other children as well and just this really um, there was there was a real focus on well-being um, particularly from our our classroom teachers but also from our pre-service teachers and I think also from what I what I've heard from the families so many of the families were sending sending emails to the classroom teachers saying you're doing such a wonderful job and and so I think it was sort of like this real circle of of everybody worrying about everybody else's well-being and ensuring that everyone was comfortable and safe and happy and and I think that you know it is it I think it's and it sort of like happens sort of naturally. We have this natural um, humanness about us to ensure for other people's well-being. And I think that that's something that's been, you know, really nice to come back to um, this semester. So nice for me to actually come back to. I can speak for myself. Just really nice to witness uh, other people taking care of other people and being concerned about how everyone was traveling and you know we're in this together and I know that's been the catch cry of COVID-19 we're all in this together but um actually seeing it roll out in practice has just been really lovely yeah and that's the difference isn't it between talking about it and actually enacting it and embodying it and I think uh, for the first time in a long time I'm seeing a lot of people really shift from the saying it um, to embodying it and doing it and exploring different ways to position well-being as as worthy of our attention rather than oh if I had time for it oh oh it's so hard or there that works for someone but that wouldn't work for you and you know we can we can go into that um, but but really um, authentically exploring you know, just those different micro moments, different small little habit changes, a different way of framing something and different activity. Um, and I, what I love is the power of the relationship again that's come through because that reaching out and motivating others also motivates ourselves. And it's, you know, altruistic in terms of, you know, we, we benefit so much from helping others um yeah and that those appreciations and gratitudes coming through and we're noticing it on um instagram as well with our our cohort who are using their professional accounts there's far more, uh, more motivation within their their system and what they're posting than i've ever seen before it's it's just refreshing i think it's a it's a you know it's a, an interesting time that we're living through but it's also you know, where there are a lot of positives in this um, moment in time as well. And I think it's so important to recognise them as well, because you're right, if you recognise, you know, um, the importance of it, it, um, you know, energises you as well. 
Yeah. yeah, definitely. Definitely. So before we say goodbye, I'm wondering if I can ask you three things that you've noticed that have made you really proud as an academic supporting pre-service teachers who have embraced the flexible and remote placement. Okay, so I am actually so proud of our students. I've been fortunate enough to teach most of these students as first years. So to see them thrive in this placement the way they have has just been an enormous privilege. Um, if I had to highlight three things I've noticed, um, the first one would be the incredible way our pre-service teachers have grasped the opportunity with both hands. Uh, they didn't know what this placement was going to look like, how it was going to unfold, and they didn't let that fear of the unknown get in their way. So they were willing to give it a go. And so that, that's probably the first thing that I'm enormously proud of. Uh, the second thing was the way they've shown that they're classroom ready. So they've been collegial, they've been flexible, they've adapted their pedagogical approaches, they've learned new ways of teaching, um, and they've done that as everything's been unfolding. So uh, I think that that has actually been really incredible to watch. And finally, um, their positivity. So each time I hung up the phone or got off a Zoom meeting, I couldn't help but feel excited. And, and I was excited that this is the next generation of teachers that was going out into the profession. Uh, as you know, Narelle, I have a grandson now. And, and you know, if one of these young people becomes his classroom teacher, I, I'd just be absolutely thrilled. So they're probably the three key things that have um, stood out for me. But I've, I've certainly enjoyed you know the semester it's been really invigorating and, and exciting for me as well oh that is beautiful wendy and i i love um i love the three moments that you're proud of and i think i would have to say they're they're pretty they would be my three <laughs> as well um and yeah it it just uh, the embracing of of change and dynamic change in a way that has been so professional and collegial and you know really really stepping up has just been beautiful to watch for the pre-service teachers but also the profession as well which has just been delightful oh absolutely um, so so yeah. to be um you know you know you make that transition into the university but the core of your profession profession is is teaching and just to be part of that as well and be so proud of our profession and you know, some of our classroom teachers were saying to me look at us go look at us go and I do you know what I mean and and just that term uh, I've thought quite a bit about look at us go so I was actually included in that as well and sort of got me back to the reasons why you know why I got into teaching as well so it's been lovely yeah it has been and your reflection and sharing today has been wonderful and i thank you so much for going on the podcast journey with me and and embracing the chance to to share your insights as well because you offer such a unique perspective um, in the role that you've been carrying out in supporting um, pre-service teachers but also those mentor teachers as well um, and I've seen your itinerary of, um, of interviews so I, I'm, I'm, quite, I'm quite impressed that you're um, still smiling but I can clearly see that it's been incredibly energizing for you and inspiring and, and like what you said um, at the beginning an absolute joyous moment um, professionally to be able to to do it so i thank you so much for joining us and for sharing your insights you're welcome Raoul.
If this episode has sparked ideas, provided comfort, or supported you in your professional growth, I'd love for you to take a moment to leave a review on iTunes. You may also like to share what has inspired you on social media, and I invite you to do this with the hashtag Teachers Supporting Teachers. To access this episode's notes, other episodes, as well as a resource for blogs, workshops, or other ideas, connect on the web at www.exploreandcreateco.com. Or you can connect on Instagram at exploreandcreateco or Rallypops, or on Twitter at Rallypops. Thank you to Magnus Muni for the music, and thanks also to my guest Wendy Goff, who shares so openly about her experiences of working with pre-service teachers and mentor teachers during COVID-19. And I leave you with this question. What have you noticed that has made you smile and feel proud about the profession of teaching during COVID-19? And how have you shared an appreciation about this? Thank you.